0: Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc. I'm live. Hello. Welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc. And you know, all day I've been wondering, will Olivia even be joining us today? I mean, I have not heard a peep out of that girl. And you know... For those of you who know me, you know that means big trouble. Somebody's probably getting an ass kicking today. And, hello? Oh my god. (laughs) Hello!
1: (laughs) I've been here the whole time. (laughs)
0: today. We have to stand too close because we can't make the... (laughs) (laughs) We can't turn the friggin iPad and make it go the wide way, damn it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we work with imperfection here at Unorthodox Inc. We are all about embracing the flaws of life or the seemingly uncomfortable things. Mm -hmm. So welcome. Hi, Sam, Corey, Grace, Erica. Who did I miss? Ooh, there's somebody I don't know. (laughs) All right, so hello. Hello. If you have questions for us, you are welcome to put them in the comments box and in that thing that says questions. Quit Mm -hmm. fucking saying hi to each other. (laughs) Why don't you say hi to us? Right, exactly. You never say hi to me, Sam. That's right, Sam. You never say hi to Olivia. Yeah, they're still talking to each other. Ugh. I'm gonna kick. You guys should get your own your asses. Yeah, exactly. Hi, Megan. Welcome. Okay, so oh, there's caterpillar soup. That's Sasha. Sasha, we're gonna do a little experiment with Sasha. He's gonna ask his question live. We'll do that
1: in a second. second right? Yeah. Do you yeah. want to go
0: second? Yeah. So we'll do a question here first, okay. and then we'll bring Sasha into it. Or it might not work. We'll we'll give it a shot. Okay.
1: All right, Olivia, okay.
0: do you have a question for I us? I
1: do have a question for us.
0: I guess we should talk to each other pointing forward. Okay. Or should we look like this? That's No, I don't No, it's so too
1: weird. weird. <laughs> We're going to figure it out. Okay, first question from a friend. So they said, I'm feeling a lot of self-imposed pressure to have fun now that things are opening up and I feel mm-hmm. guilty whenever I decide to stay in. Even if it's what I actually want to do, Uh-huh. I have this thought in my head. I have to do as much as possible in case things close down again. What are some uh, <laughs> earnestly trying to give someone help? I know. I'm sorry. And I'm getting my friend. Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I have this thought in my head. I have to do as much as possible in case things mm. close down again. Mm-hmm. What are some ways I can be easier on
0: myself and deal with this? Shit! In case things close down again. friend i was just thinking about how everybody's with you everybody's feeling what you're feeling this re-emergence you know from the cocoon is sort of like i don't know how do you feel i'm like kind of overstimulated pretty quickly when i'm out yet i'm still like i'm out i'm Mm -hmm. out you know like like you can't fucking put chains back on me. I'm not thinking about cl- it closing down again. No. Let's just not even think about that. That's too much. Yeah. So don't future trip. I say take it easy on yourself. I mean, I think the re-emergence from COVID is much like the advice during COVID, which is cut your expectations of productivity in... I gotta get rid of this gum. <laughs> in half! <laughs> in half at least in half like don't (laughs) shut no Megan's matching outfits oh do we oh didn't plan it anyways um so yeah cut your productivity expectations in half because you're getting used to life again so just like mellow with it if you want to stay home stay home if you want to stay home and then you figure out you wanted to go out Well, either just go out late or just note to self. Okay, that was one of those where I was just having an initial like, nope. But then I did want to go out. So next time I'm going to assess it, slow that decision-making process down, and then maybe next time I'll choose to go out instead. Hey, Astrid. So do you have anything you want to say about Yeah, I can relate
1: to this question a lot of just wanting to have Look at me here. (laughs) I know. Wanting to have like as much fun as possible and then being really exhausted, especially because I'm like not used to being around as many people or sounds or activities and um, trying to hold space for like the fact that I am. It's not like, like there's been a year of less activity and so it's going to take time to work up to where I was before.
0: Look at these. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my god! Do that for yourself. You'll go. You'll be wanting yes, to go out and exactly. have everybody see. That it. is
1: true. I did this before a night out where I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of tired," and then I was like, "Well, now everyone in the world needs to see my nails." <laughs> But at least having I mean, compassion, and it reminds me of like that feeling of when you're a kid and you've been in the pool for like hours, and your like lips are turning blue and you're really cold, oh. but you still want to be in the oh pool. Oh my god, that was
0: me always. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hi, Alex. <laughs> yeah, and you're like tired and you need to get out of the pool, but you're like I still want to be in the pool. Oh hell
0: yeah, no, you can't make me go out of the pool, mm-hmm, as even a though
1: kid. your lips are like not. A human. I'm
0: fine. What? I'm mean, fine. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that reminds totally of that kind of feeling. Oh, that's an interesting sort of... You got to get out instead of get... Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I second that. Um, don't force it, you know? Oh, there's Casey. Hi, Casey. Oh, my God. Oh, we have all kinds of stories about Casey. <laughs> um, so... Don't force it. You can feel inside of yourself when you're forcing yourself to do something. You can also feel inside of yourself when you're bullshitting yourself to stay home and hole up. Mm -hmm. Like there's a difference between choosing to spend time by yourself and chill out and being too scared to go out. Mm -hmm. I am not, like, you know what, the fear is there, we validate the fear, and then get your ass out anyway. You're definitely going to have a good time if you don't mind fuck yourself as, like, oh, I'm so self-conscious, and you get, like, anxiously Mm self-centered while you're out. No, go out and concentrate on the people that you love that you haven't seen for a while. Focus on them, ask them how they are. You know how people love to talk about themselves? Yeah. You don't have to be self-conscious and anxiously self-centered. Just go connect with other people. Mm-hmm. You you seem like you have something you want to say. About oh, that.
1: I'm also just saying or thinking don't fall victim to like New Year's Eve syndrome where every night has, it has to be like the most fun night mm. ever because That's it's hilarious. like we haven't had fun for so long so now I have to have the most fun and if I don't have the best night of my life then it's bad. Yeah, like I hate That kind of energy is just like it's just fun to be out. Like try to not Set the bar height. really low, be like, ooh, exc- I took Bart with Thomas for the first time, and that was exciting just to be on, <laughs> on run- a moving tree. Yeah, just be like, ooh, I haven't done this in a really long she time, and just a- try to get excited about the like menial, or men- menial aspects of going out, yeah. instead of the like, this is a night that I'll remember for the rest of my life, mm. whatever.
0: Embrace the ordinary. Not everything has to be extraordinary. we got to get like used to the ordinary pedestrian stuff of being human beings again. So, start there. Low bar is the take home of that whole thing. Whatever that means to you. Okay, Sasha, you can try and come in and ask your Nobody next question. I don't
1: know. Oh, you can add him? Yeah. Okay, Caterpillar. What is it? Yeah. Okay. So I sent a request to you, Sasha. Oh man,
0: if this works, I don't know. we will see. Okay, why don't we start to do another one? Let's see, and we'll just interrupt it if he comes in. So,
1: Joseph. Um, Okay. (laughs) Oh, this is one that I a friend asked me that, and I've also you asked me to elaborate on. Okay. On one of your posts. How do I come in? I sent you a request. You should maybe get a notification. Or, Sasha, you can um, leave and come back in, and then you'll get a little prompt that says request to join the live. And then we'll see that and we can let you in that way. Groovy. Um. (laughs) Text. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) Olivia. The question is, how, what's the difference between justified and unjustified shame? And what is this a follow-up of? Well, in the question that the person asked, they said they feel guilty about staying it's in. Oh, unable to join. Why? Uh-oh. Why does this always happen? Okay. It doesn't always happen. We've never done this before. Okay, let's try.
0: Unable to join. It just says that. Yeah, that's weird. That makes me want to press one of those other people and see if we can do Sam (laughs) do Sam okay
1: have you um can you send the request again Sasha bummer I was looking
0: forward to that that was gonna be fun we'll figure it out though we'll figure it out okay
1: they said they felt guilt about not St- uh, of of deciding to stay in even if that's what they wanted to do. So that to me seems mm, like all mm. oh, just the same
0: kind of okay. Okay. Oh, you go ahead with the unjustified. Well,
1: so the difference between justified and unjustified shame or guilt you can use the words kind of interchangeably is that justified means that you have somehow crossed your own boundaries or done something outside of your own value system. So if um it is in your, if it's in <laughs> If, if, if one of your values is to be honest to people and you lie to somebody and you feel Mm -hmm. shame, usually that means that it's justified. But if Sam can't join, why can't anybody join. join? Damn it. Annoying. Okay. Um, and if you feel unjustified, so that's like, if you tell your boss no to something and then you feel shame about it and that doesn't actually cross any of your values or your boundaries then that's unjustified. And what that means is usually it's fear and you need to do that thing again and again. And if something causes justified shame. Yeah. Yes. exactly. You, well, it's
0: not that, well, let's not call it boundaries. Let's say values. values. Yes. I mean, you're saying it right there, Sasha, like you violated your own values. Yes. You can say cross boundaries, but I think that's too much like psych jargon. Let's just keep it to one psych jargon thing per concept. So if you go against your values and you betray yourself, you're going to feel shame. That makes sense. That's justified because you crossed your, you crossed your boundaries. Unjustified guilt and shame is yes. you Yes, Sasha, usually fear about setting boundaries that are according to your values. So like saying no, um, as a way of setting boundaries. And then you're like, oh fuck, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I suck, I'm so selfish, but negative self-talk, none of which is real, all is conjured, and they're worry thoughts generated by fear. So we try to self-medicate that fear with shame, because somehow if we shame ourselves, we're at least still in control in some way, control being complete bullshit, but everybody does this. So mm-hmm. basically, if you don't violate your values, It's not justified shame. So then when it's not justified, you're meant to do it over and over and over again. So you get used to it and you build your tolerance to that unjustified guilt or shame one layer down. You're building your tolerance to your fear about setting boundaries that you then try to self-medicate with unjustified guilt and shame. If anyone has questions about what I just said, feel free to put it in the comments because this is... Pro level, like opposite action-y, like last lesson of the emotion regulation module. So you may not be skilled. You may not have even understood what I just said. So <laughs> violating your own values. The so question, what about people who don't have a strong sense of values? Yeah. I, what am I supposed to say to that? What if they don't? What you, What about the psychopaths of the world? Um. Yeah, I don't. Um, now... If you're talking about how, you know, someone who has values but they just don't know what they are, well, I can certainly answer that. We we put we make a list. We do that. We make a list. We start getting familiar with our own values, and then the second column becomes like, okay, what are the behaviors that go with these values? Mm-hmm. So, if honesty is one of your values, the behavior that matches the values might be telling the truth even when it's scary and then the next column is should i already do that i know violates my values so in the honesty case the third column might be i avoid conflict when i'm afraid so that's going to be causing actual justified shame and guilt but if you have those three columns written out then at least you can prep for next time even if you fuck it up this time values can be tricky sometimes a value i don't want to hurt people but then my other value oh yeah that's a great question yes because sometimes telling the truth does hurt people it hurts their feelings or whatever but but you know you're you have to weigh setting your own boundaries and then how it lands with other people and you think it through beforehand okay yeah um and you want to check in with yourself am i weaponizing the truth i definitely you know i don't know that there's a shrink around or anybody that's gotten you know you start learning about emotions and shit like that and then what do you do you use them against your family members you know inside when you're doing that and when it's a power trip Mm -hmm. that's different than setting boundaries with someone and then they're like you know, it hurts my feelings when you tell me that you think my behavior selfish. Okay. Like that sometimes is meant to have me back off and take it back. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing that. If I behaved according to my values and I told the truth and I got in, I entered into conflict in a mindful way that matches my values. If somebody tells me that I'm not going to back off, you know, like I'm sorry my words hurt your feelings. I just want to get, I was nervous about it too. Yeah. I just want to work this out. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. I already do. I avoid conflict. Yeah. Yeah. So like, look at what your default is. If your default is like saying shit and hurting people's feelings by accident, well then reining it in a little more might be more in line with your values. If you know that you have a pattern of conflict avoidance, then going toward the conflict early, when you're still afraid and not super pissed, that probably is the mindful decision that's going to align with your values. I really strongly suggest to everyone We're all afraid of conflict. And conflict really, a a lot of times, if you spend enough time with somebody, you guys are going to get into conflict. It's not always destructive, particularly if you have some emotional intelligence skills. So I just don't think that. Oh, I fucking totally lost my train of thought when I looked at that plan. Oh my God. Totally, totally derailed completely. It'll come back if it's. I like, dude, it's been a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. I'll go back to it if I can. I, I'm going to let it go for now because fuck it. I said enough about justifying unjustified <laughs> guilt or shame. But your questions are really great, Sasha. Mm-hmm. And thanks for rolling with it when we couldn't get the camera mm-hmm. going. Sasha, do you have another question that you wanted to ask on
1: camera that you can type that we can answer? Or if not, that's fine. But.
0: Okay. Invite you to ask more if you want. And anybody too. Thanks for getting that ball rolling, mm-hmm. Sasha. Nobody does it on this live. So we appreciate it. It's fun. Too. It is fun to go off the cuff. Yeah, totally. Okay. And then you know, completely lose your train of thought. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm tired. <laughs> I went so I
1: was listening, but my brain was not like actively <laughs> like taking the information in, you know, when it's just like whoop. Yeah.
0: Well, I get in, like, that flow place <laughs> where I don't You're even know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, oh. it's kind of. It kind of <laughs> is like that.
1: Eyes rolling to your head and you become the DBT, like, deity. Okay. Um, so hot. All right, I have one from Astrid. Oh, great. Okay. So they said... My mom got a biopsy or from a friend. This is from Asher's friend. Oh, okay. My mom got a biopsy for her lump on her thyroids and is getting surgery soon. Aww. We're not sure if it's malignant or not, but okay. she's going to
0: have to get it out as a precaution.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have advice for staying calm and or dealing with how scary this oh,
0: is? Oh, totally, totally. Because this is this happens in life over and over. And coming from a medical family, Man, I mean, we weren't, we, we were just like not allowed to freak out at all. It was just completely irrational to do that. And plus you're a wuss because we were in the Midwest. So all kinds of judgments um, against freaking out over something like this. Obviously, that's not the way to go either. It's the other extreme. With something like this, I'll tell you how I do it and how I advise people to do I'm sure I've done this with you. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything yet. Like you literally don't have the facts yet. Um, For me, with something like that, I'm like, just get it out of me. So that we can get cells and we can figure out what it actually is. Um, And you know, (laughs) it gets a little worse before better because once the biopsy is done, then you gotta wait for the actual facts. Mm -hmm. And that's worse than right now, pre-biopsy. I think that's way more scary and it's hard. It's hard to just breathe through that, but, but breathing, deep abdominal breathing is something. But you want to save your strength. Mm-hmm. Like you're scared now, absolutely we validate that. No problem, of course. And you want to do some self-soothe things, take a walk. First validate your feelings, then coach yourself. Use problem-solving skills. Breathe. All the problem-solving happens after the validation validation again is simply naming your emotions. I feel scared. I feel a little sad too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I kinda wish I could do something even magically. Like we get a lot of magical thinking around stuff like this and that's okay too. It's just cause you're scared. So save your strength by not freaking out so that you can be a support to the person getting a biopsy when they're freaking out. Mm-hmm. That's what we're really meant to do for people, right? We're not supposed to spin out in our own freak out. We want to be there for them. And actually, the generosity of being there for someone else actually regulates your own fear a little bit because you're getting outside of yourself and you're focusing out here. I'm not saying do it as a way of avoiding your own fear. I'm just saying it's a natural byproduct of Focus on someone else and generosity. So you don't want to burn yourself out on the freak out before you even know Mm -hmm. anything. Cause it it could be worse when you know something we have our fingers crossed and we're sending energy that it is just some weird cells, Mm -hmm. which that's, that happens a lot in life is weird as you get older too. weird shit happens. A lot of it is not malignant. Mm -hmm. so let's just go with that for now because fuck it we don't know the facts anyway Mm -hmm. so all the docs everybody on here we're sending you good vibes and try to breathe and keep yourself Mm -hmm. calm for as much of the time as you can self-care tons of water and just take it easy on yourself
1: in general Mm -hmm. i i have a visualization practice that i do and i have something that i'm like stressing out about or like a thought that's repeating through my head of something that I can't really do anything about where I close my eyes and I imagine like taking whatever thought it is, whatever's like stressing me out and putting it in a box and then like walking into a big storage room and like walking up a ladder to a very top shelf and putting it there and saying like I will deal with you later but for now you're gonna be on the shelf. And as it comes into my head instead of being like, oh no, I thought of it again, it's like ah oh, you sneaky thought put it back in the box, do the exact same thing over and over again. And at first it takes a lot, I'm doing it a lot, especially as I'm trying to go to sleep. And then as it goes on, it happens less and less frequently and it becomes more of like, oh, like you snuck
0: out again, like silly, let's put you back there. Oh, that's great. I love the attitude around it too. And you know Olivia has a great imagination because ain't no way she's climbing up a ladder (laughs) holding a (laughs) box without falling. (laughs) Oh yeah! And this uh, one uh, exactly yes. <laughs> and I love to put things away also. Yes. Very, very tidy yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that's a way to use your imagination to your own benefit. We do it so much with anticipatory anxiety. It's like the better mm-hmm. imagination you have, the more you can totally freak yourself yes. out by thinking shit up before it happens. Ah Why don't you just do something like that? Because your mind is going to be occupied on something. So you might as well direct it and occupy it on something productive, like a visualization exercise using your imagination. Like think about what you're wearing, Mm -hmm. how your nails look as you're climbing the ladder, (laughs) you know, like every detail that you can make up in your mind and If you can get to actual emotions of like joy, calm, um, gratitude, Mm -hmm. your body doesn't know the difference. So it will calm down in the, as a result of the visualization exercise and you know, win win on that shit. So I love that.
1: I've never heard that latter one before. I came up with it during my COVID scare because i think you were like shelf it and then i was like all right well this i couldn't shelf it or i, I had a hard time shelving it and so i was like i need extra power behind the shelf any
0: shelve shelving mm-hmm. yeah um which i do we do say shelve it like as a distract a, dist- a distress tolerance skill mm-hmm. distract but if you're gonna do that make sure you take the box back down and look at it when you are calm mm-hmm. um but you added the ladder. <laughs>
1: Like, I needed
0: more to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. more steps mm-hmm. so that you can occupy your mind longer. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And also,
1: it's so calming when you're like doing like one thing and then you do the next thing and then you do the next mm-hmm. thing. It's like each is like a deeper layer in your brain as yeah you're doing it.
0: Nice. Okay, thanks for joining us. Every Thursday, 4 p.m. Um, PST, you're welcome to join us, ask questions. You can send us questions beforehand, too, and we will prepare them. But we hope that Throw Up Thursday had you come barf for your problems and leave feeling a hell of a lot better. I know I do. I know I do. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Get in touch with me, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc, at drjjkelly.com.